What does the next generation need from us and why does it matter? Today on Better Together, Christine Kane, Onika McClellan, Holly Wagner, and Hosanna Wong are joining us to talk about how to build some character. Lately, I've just been marinating and thinking so much about what it means to be a healthy role model. And as I navigate parenting, as I navigate ministry and friendships, thinking obviously I'm influencing other people, but at the same time, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Right. Like right. y'all have gone before us. And so sometimes I think you just get stuck in a cave and you think I'm going through this season with my teenager, or I'm going through this season building my church or staying, staying the course. And you think you have to do it yourself. Right. And I think that's so false when really there's a great host of women right. who have gone before us, who we can learn from and who we can lean on. And what I'm learning is in order to be a good role model, I have to have good role models. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of trying to do it all myself. Have y'all found that? Well, just like even last night in the car. Yeah. I mean, we weren't in the car three seconds. And I said, so how you doing? And you go, well, I'm raising a teenage son. I went, okay. Let me help you out there. Exactly. I'll tell you about teenage boys. Exactly. One of the things is they look at your face and lie to you. Like, they do. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just. Just give yourself a break. And so anyway, a couple other little thoughts I did, like keep no. them busy, make them sweat, give them, keep them in sports. But to me, that's the conversation that should be happening. Is Exactly. Like you don't have to reinvent everything. And it encourages Because I got it from so somebody else. Because I've been trying to figure this out. And then five minutes in the car with Holly, and I feel equipped and empowered and ready to go back home and apply all that. But I didn't have to stay stuck in myself or stuck with my husband saying, what are we doing here? When I think about... Um, being a role model, because we we all are, and sometimes people say, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a role, well, like, a role model. Yeah, you are. We are all supposed to be. We're supposed to be able to be imitated, like we're imitating Christ. So we're all supposed to be role models. And so, um, when I think about what makes a great role model, uh, it's someone who is authentic. Uh, they are who they are everywhere. They are the same person with this group of people and with this group of people. They're the same whether they're on a stage or cooking dinner. They're the same. They're authentic. Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. Right. So right. the bottom mm -hmm. line, there's something that you've either been through, you're going to go through, right. that somebody has been through exactly. on the planet. And um, I know I'm like a, a big one for gleaning off anyone. You know, my spiritual mama is uh, Joyce Meyer. So she's like 25 years older than me. I, I bug her to this day yeah. about everything. Like, you know, like as in, you know, you have to be careful with how much you run for this. <laughs> but I'll send a text or I'll yeah. be like, okay, I'm thinking about this. Have you ever gone through this? Can can you give me a heads up on this? And um, I think, you know, I, what I didn't get in my uh, natural mum, God's given me three or four different women that are older. Some are known, of course, Mama Joyce, but there's a lot that are not known. But there's saints in the church that honestly you go, uh, it, nothing phases them. And so you can go like with your teenage right, son right. and Holly's like, it's okay. You don't have to have a nervous breakdown. This is all right. And you sometimes that's all you need, someone really to just literally go, it's okay. I'm thinking I was at a conference the other day and one of the young women, she goes, how am I going to get through? I mean, it was a very serious thing. I said, look, honey, it's going to hurt. It's going to take a while. There is no shortcut, but I promise, just don't quit because a year from now, the, our conversation, and sometimes you just need someone to, I mean, you wish that they would say, you can short circuit all the pain, but the very fact yeah. that you've got someone looking you in the eye going, yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, yeah. but you will. I guarantee you, your God will be faithful. Sometimes that's all you need to hear. Yeah, that's exactly time right. You feel so alone. You think yeah. you're the only person mm -hmm. going through stuff, you know, when there's yeah. other women of God that have, have faithfully mastered it. Yeah. You know, 
but that's because their life was founded oh, on yes, the Word right. of God. That's and right. that's what sustains in any situation is having the Word of God down inside. Not only are we role models, I believe, we need role models and we need to have people speak into our lives. And Matt and I are very accountable to the older generation because I do believe, I know young people speak into our life all the time and give us, we can glean from everyone. But boy, those gray hairs aren't there for, for nothing. <laughs> and so people like Pastor Jack Hayford and, and some of the beautiful ministers that you've seen right here on TBN speak into our lives. You never go, you know, you don't necessarily go to a marriage counselor that's been divorced five times. Right. I right. want to go to a marriage counselor that's been married 70 years. Yeah, right. totally. You know, totally. you don't go a doc to a doctor that's lost his last that's 20 right. patients. That's you right. You go to, you know. <laughs> but, um, and I love, I love that even in the Army, it's those people that have gone through stuff that, that, that are the sergeants now. They right. were, right. you know, in the, in the bunkers and... They're now the generals and the sergeants. Exactly right. You know, you've got to go through stuff, come out the other side. Those are the people to listen to. People are skipping that process yes. and putting yeah. sergeant badges on themselves, self-proclaiming. Yeah. This generation in particular saying that they're a sergeant, saying that they've mastered something. Ambassadors. Exactly. And brand ambassadors. Oh, oh my gosh. I can that? go off. Go, <laughs> what have you <laughs> built? Right. What have you done? I say this right. to my daughters all the time. They'll go, Jealous. Mom, whoever the next like trendy person is, on you know, I joke. <laughs> My kids, I go on the YouTube, you know, all of us, and then, Mum, it's just YouTube. I said, no, it's YouTube. And so, and so, you know, so whether it's the Google, on, on the Google, okay, the, or, or the Instagram, or the, you know, but anyway, so whether it's uh, someone and they're like famous, like a honey, in this generation, people are just famous for being famous. Right. I said, I go, that's what reality shows. Any, that, right. That's what I think it comes back to because I go, what have they built? Yep. What have they yep. achieved? In today's day and age, there's this word influencer that's so popular. People are influencing brands, lifestyles, clothing. Um, I wish that people spent more time influencing things that mattered, influencing hope, influencing abundant life, showing what life with Jesus is really like, influencing uh, world change, influencing grace, influencing giving and forgiveness. Like I wish that people would use the platform that they spend so much time curating to look like the world to instead really show what life with Jesus or people that follow Jesus, what their lives are like. It's exhausting seeing girls that I've mentored just squandering away their influence, squandering away their role modelness, and influencing things that ultimately are just promoting the things of the world. And that's, that's very difficult. So when you're looking for a role model, I would say look for someone that's exemplifying a life that looks like Jesus. Who cares if this person has the newest shoe? Who cares if this person goes to this place that you'll never travel to? Why are you wasting your time looking at all these people's lives that aren't influencing things that are of God? You know, when you read scripture, Paul says several times, you know, and he says even it's you, you can be, of course, young and uh, influence or whatever that means, but uh, um, a role model, because Paul said to Timothy, let no one despise your youth. Right. So that's not the issue, but right. you be careful. You be careful to watch your doctrine, your yep. manner of life, yep. and you make sure that right. you um, that the people that are older than you look at you and go, wow, what a godly young man or yep. what a godly young woman. And so I go, you're just watching people and think because they're famous or because they've got a lot of followers, you just take, well, they said, I said, why would you even quote someone? That's right. A lot of people say a lot of stuff, but what have they done? 
done. And I That's I worthy of following. It, it's got to be That's following. So is there, uh, I think in every manner of life, I'm not going to ask someone to help me with my finances that's in massive debt and right. has lost everything. I'm going to go to a good financial planner and, you know, one that, that, that understands uh, biblical generosity principles and really good financial management principles. And I think relationally, for some reason, yep. we've skipped this thing that everyone's a life coach, everyone is a, a, <laughs> oh, a plan, so every, and I'm like, yep. wow, what have you done? And um, I feel like one of the buzzwords like that you hear is the whole authentic. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Right? Authentic. And yes, we should be authentic, yep. but mm -hmm. integrity trumps that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Absolutely. Higher. Mm -hmm. And so just because you're authentic and you tell your story yeah. and you're and your you truth, should your truth. Yeah. But that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. Integrity trumps it. So what are you doing to yep. get whole in your soul? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the goal, And integrity right? doesn't mean you've never made a mistake. Integrity right. is that you've owned up to your mistake. You right? And you go, and I've, right. ma I've made it right. And so no one's talking about perfection. perfection. Because some people say, well, then can you be a role model if you've not been perfect? I'm like, no, that's not, not the perfect. deal. Yeah. Um, in fact, you look at some people, and I'm always quick to, you know, like, oh, man, I said this wrong. I did this wrong. I made this big mistake here, and this is how I got it right. I mean, this is what I did. You can learn as much from people's failures as their successes. People are going to learn from that more than if I say I, you know, was in the 99th percentile on my SAT test. People go, yeah, good for you. But when I tell this story about how I put this pressure on myself and I was not okay with a B and I felt like I had to get an A and so I cheated to get there, then that's actually what helps people is when they see the flaws in me and go, ah, I can relate to that because I've been there and you got through it and you're not that person and you, you know, learned how to deal with the pressure in your own life and the pressure you put on yourself. So I can do that too. So I'm just thinking if we could be honest about our failures, that's actually what will equip a generation. Chris, yes. do you see yourself as a role model? You're one of my role I'm models. Gonna I'm say, gonna I'm tell you, she straight up is my role model. Yeah, like literally, years, for like years. Literally. So yes, I am and I think, um, you know, for a long time, I don't think I thought of myself right. necessarily like that, uh, but I've become very aware um, for for good or bad, I literally am. And so that just, with that, you carry responsibility. Yep, yep. I'm so thankful for your role in my life. So much of what's happened in our life and in our ministry, this one has had a huge part to play. I, I want you to know, like they've got an awesome church in Dallas, Texas, and I was part of the birthing of that church. She really was, was. and the expansion, Come like on, for sure. All of that, she like was in my husband's <laughs> dream. She was in our expansion of our next campus. She's like, do this, and we said, okay. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. And it's so. been the ride of a lifetime. So, so I guess painful. that makes me a uh, role model. model. Yeah. Done. <laughs> there you go. Done. But you're not going to succeed in life mm -hmm. um, if your role models are people that are not succeeding in certain areas in right. life. And I think uh, yeah. you've got to ask that next question. And I think it comes down marriage, family, everything you've said is yeah. like really yeah. how, like, you know, you're, uh, how long have you been married? Four years. Four men. So you know everything. I'm an expert. Uh, you should be. That's yeah. exactly. You should bring me on to the marriage advice you, portion you of the Better Together. marriage conference and a marriage blog. Which that's I would say do. I do have to advice, which is so do happening. it. I would say constantly do it. I'm pro-marriage. Yes. You should do it. That's but my I, only advice. But my thing is. But that, but to your point, that's what happens if somebody's married four years, then they're they have a the book, they have a conference, they have a blog. And I'm like, wow, you know, Nick and I have been married 23 years. And I said, at the 25-year mark, 
I might write something about this. Or do, okay, and I always said it, right. I said, oh, let me do a quarter of a century. Mm -hmm. and, and then maybe I, I, I could say something that I think, you know, uh, might help people. My husband and I have mentors. We have individual mentors, people that have walked with us before we met each other, that um, walk with us in our specific fields. But we also have a, a couple of couples who, you know, pastor us, mentor us, both of us in our marriage that we can go to for things involving our life phase, our family, and that's awesome, that's important. And even the ones that, you know, we don't share mentorship in, uh, we respect them, we have relationships with those people, and that's so important. Uh, we want to have the best marriage ever. I've been teaching since I was 22, so I've helped people along the journey, but yeah. I think to influence within your realm yes. of um, authority. I think there that's what we're talking about here. I'm not saying no, you know, you've got to walk in the snow with no shoes for 30 years before you can say <laughs> anything. No, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But um, trying to give people advice outside of your realm of authority. And we yeah, all have a realm you, of authority. That's so what I believe. You have one, you yes. have one. The, the women watching this show yeah. have one, whether it's with the family or yes. with the school or That's with good. their neighborhood. You all, yeah. everyone has a realm of authority. And when we can actually function within that yes. mm -hmm. and see ourselves as role models to that basketball team, yep. yeah. you know, to the moms at Girl Scout, whatever it is, yeah. you, that's where you're supposed to be the role model. And we get distracted when we look at how someone else is and we look yeah. have it their level of authority and the influence they might have. Yep. and we want to assume the same, and I just think that's where we get in trouble. I remember in one of the most life-changing moments of Matt and I's life was back in 1992 when we worked here at TVN, and we just, it was the time that we needed to grow up on our, on our own. And um, you know, you've heard it said that you can't live off your parents or your grandparents' religion <laughs> or their faith. We had to grow spiritually ourselves. And so there was a time that we felt very uncomfortable in a very comfortable position. And we resigned our, our jobs here at TBN. And that was a huge step for us. We were stepping out of the boat and um, we called Dr. Bill Bright who, uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, just a beautiful man of God. And I'll never forget, he and Bonnet said, well, what are you kids doing today? We said, well, we're just sitting here. And he said, he said, why don't you come up, come up to Campus Crusade there in Lake Arrowhead. And so we did, we got in the car and we went up there and, and we had Kaylin and Cody, they were just little babies and I'll never forget. We just sat on the floor and Dr. Bill just prayed over us and spent the evening with us. And that was just such an encouragement. It's being with a father figure. You can do a lot of damage. I, I remember yeah. Mama Joyce said to me, Chris, remember, as many people as God lets you help, that's how many people you can hurt. So be wow. very, very careful yeah. to whom much is given. See, that's uh, that sobering part, sobering, oh, responsible very part. Much. And I'm so aware of it when people are like, man, you got these followers. I'm thinking, do you realize, or any time we do a TV program, that right. you, there's the people on the other side of that? I don't take that lightly, and especially if you're right. a teacher, you right. have double responsibility. The Bible says we'll be judged twice. Well, and you know, if you just read Proverbs, the the call asking for instruction yep. yeah. and wisdom oh, yeah. from your elders is just what the wisest man in the in the world yeah. totally <laughs> said to do. That was the beginning of yeah. wisdom was to ask for counsel and 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 instruction. Okay. Just our three-year-old daughter, we brought her into church this past Sunday, 
And as soon as we came home, she was emulating everything that she saw the worship leaders doing. She was singing the same songs, doing the same movement. Wearing the same skinny jeans. Exactly, literally. She put on a little skull cap and just got into it. But it's just amazing that even at three, watching the 20-somethings lead worship, immediately the impact. We saw it in our kitchen. The other day, um, I was on a trip um, with this girl I travel with, and I said, I cannot miss this call time. So I'm not just going to have out Google Maps. I'm also having out your app yes. ways. <laughs> right. Because right. I'm a Google Maps girl. So that I'll, I, Whatever, we can so, duke it out later. I'm not, right, right, right. I'm not endorsing anything, but <laughs> it's not sponsored. But I remember saying it's so important that I make this call time. You have no idea. I'm not chancing it with just what this one thing tells me, bring yeah. out both. Right. And as I, we were driving with both, I was thinking this is so like our lives because if we just go to this one thing without checking with the source, yeah. if we don't just right. go to this one thing without checking yeah. with the word of God says, then how important is it that we get to the destination God's calling us to do? How important? Enough to check our sources. Oh, yeah. Enough yep. to double check. So to your point with yep. that scripture, yep. it's like, yeah, are you receiving instruction? Yep. Are you going to other people to make sure it's yep. the right way? And in a practical way, I think that people that are like, how can I tell the difference? I'd say you're around other people that are yep. wiser than you, listening to them actually. And it and takes you time. In the word? You'll know the difference of fruit, but you'd have to read about the fruit to know. Sometimes because everything is so quick, so convenient, so fast, that it's easy to take a shortcut on the things that do require time. And some things do require not an Instapot, but a Crock-Pot. And I know I'm y'all are with me that some things are just better moving slower. I'm so thankful that before my husband and I started a church that we waited before the dream was planted in our heart, we felt a tug probably two and a half years before we actually did it. And I'm so glad that we did not instapot our story and that we crock-potted that vision and that dream so that it had time to marinate. How many cooks and chefs out there with me? But it's so much better instead of just going so quick because sometimes when things happen fast and blow up fast, they also crash and burn fast. But there's something to be learned with patience and waiting. And I know it's not glamorous. I know that it's not a quick fix, but it provides such richness and depth. But I feel like we're trying to instapot our Christianity, an instapot influence, an instapot of following, an instapot of platform, instead of just letting time happen and being teachable, gleaning from the wisdom of others. And scripture says that it's faith and patience yeah. that's going yeah. to inherit the promise. That's how you inherit the promise. And so, um, so I that's think, a good scripture for you, Faith. And, I know, and because patience. we all know my love for patience. Yeah. But let's just say, you know, she's, she's I gonna live, be so good one day. I'm gonna be one day, I'm gonna inherit the promise. Do you have, of a, God. Do you have a patience role there. model? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My husband. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, we all know. That's probably mine. Too. Saint Nicholas and Saint Philip. I yes, feel. exactly. Yeah. I think the greatest thing you can do is get freed up and realize you don't have to do everything yourself. Um, I remember at every different season of my life, in order to take on more responsibility, I've always had to let something go because I've always lived full at every season. So there is no way that I can keep being full and add more to my fullness. So I'm gonna have to let go of something to pick up something else. Paul says, I forget those things behind so that I can lay hold of those things ahead. You can't hold on to that and that at the same time. So something's gotta go. So I, I see it in every season of my life. You know, when I was full-time director of Youth Alive and then it came time to launch Equip and Empower Ministries and start traveling around the world. Well, I couldn't simultaneously 
keep hold of the responsibilities of a statewide youth ministry and at the same time travel all of the globe and do what I needed to do. So as much as I loved it, I had to let go of what I loved in order to be obedient to what God called me to do. Last week we just had the privilege of being with some of the fathers of the faith, older, older, you know, Pastor Jack Hayford and John Hagee oh and James oh. Robinson. We got one day with them individually the other day. And things that Pastor Jack even had pulled us aside 10 years ago and finger in the face, you guys need to do this. Wow. Mm. And if I thought I could tell others, I would, but I can't. Mm. So I'm telling you, this is, wow. what, and today we were talking about how today, what he said 10 years ago, has absolutely changed the face of TBN, has absolutely changed the dynamics mm. inside of TBN and what we sit and do today because of just listening to wise counsel. And I think that if you have big things in your life that, that and challenges or opportunities and stuff, you need to get wise counsel from people oh, yeah. who have navigated through the same, the same kinds right. of things. I think Very that's so, so important. I don't know and why you wouldn't want to somebody. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. I can't work it out. I'm, I mean, I'm so the other way, like seeking yeah. out wise yeah. counsel yeah. because um, if you can avoid mistakes and avoid disasters, oh. why wouldn't? Why Prevention is better than yep. cure. I'm yeah. really Actually, I remember us. We um, so after I navigated cancer and went on yeah. that journey and learned a lot about prevention and health and and so I spent you know a couple of weeks in this holistic hospital yes. and as soon as I got out of the hospital I learned a lot about juicing and the right kind of ways to juice and you just said I don't need to know all the books just tell me what to buy Holly and, <laughs> and I'm gonna drink it that's me yep. I am like all of that just tell yep. me what are you yep. eating now just yep. I'll go buy the thing yep. and yep. if what I know it's I working tell me. Yep. Tell me I'll do it yep. <laughs> teachable yeah staying well, teachable well yeah I just think we should I, I that wonder and I don't know it may be right or not but um I think because of the age where uh, branding, platforming, looking like you know a lot, mm -hmm. and it's almost like you can monetize it, and be, whether uh, people think I need to show that I know a lot, and I, and whereas I think it's just a lot easier to go, I, I really don't, but I do know the one that knows everything, yeah. and his name is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Stop what you're doing if you can, but if not, keep doing what you're doing because I would love to pray for you. Father God, I thank you for every person watching today. I thank you that you know every single hair upon their head, that you know every single detail of their life. I thank you that you will never leave them or forsake them. I thank you that you've gone before them. I thank you for those that are feeling doubtful, those that are feeling hurt, those that are feeling betrayed, that literally your Holy Spirit would come and lead them and guide them and remind them that they're not alone. If any person who's thinking about giving up, even as they're watching this, I pray that literally the spirit of the living God would come in and flood their hearts, their home, their car, whatever device they're watching this on. And I just ask that you would literally remind them that you're there to comfort them, to lead them, to guide them, to strengthen them, to cover them. I pray that anyone who's dealing with shame or guilt or feeling not worthy or feeling like they can't relate or identify because they feel like they've tried the God thing, they've tried to trust and they've only been broken and betrayed. I'm praying that literally after today, something will wake up on the inside of you. Something will be renewed and restored and that you will walk in new peace, new purpose, new hope, new joy, new strength and new freedom. Bless every single person of the sound of my voice in Jesus' name, amen.